I need this coffee today, man. I need something more than coffee. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to Crate Shell Coffee. I... Fuck! All right. Just, let's just restart. You know, it's only been like a couple seconds. Let's let's just redo it. No. <laughs> this is coffee with Crachel. I always fuck it up. I almost uh, say Crachel cooks every time, but to be honest, it... It's the know, same shit. It's no. the same shit. <laughs> just less food, usually. Less jazz here. Less jazz. Oh, my God. So, today is Sunday... It's the day after Halloween, and... It's the day of rest. And we rested. We slept in really late, because, like, let's be honest, we were hungover as fuck. <laughs> yeah, we were out late, but it was fun. Yeah, we had a really good time. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, yeah, this podcast is going up a little late, because yesterday, I literally worked on that Crate Cooks all fucking day and then got ready for halloween for a recipe that required like three things i don't know why minutes it was like i just spent a lot of time editing that one because i wanted well at one point i couldn't find for some reason all of the jingles that i use for my we make these if you have never heard of crachel cooks before it's these shitty go watch it we have a brand new one we have a brand new one (laughs) i tweeted it on my twitter which is rachel whitehurst um but we we just use like jazz music and it's like really we try to make it funny and i couldn't locate all the jazz music like it wasn't showing up in the editing software and like i had like a panic attack i was like the whole point of this video is missing and so we did like some weird doctoring to find it again and then i don't know how that happened but yeah, it was so stressful was and then i did my makeup and then i did like a billion people's makeup last night so i was like Hired. And so I had no time to do this podcast. Yeah, you fucking trucked through that shit, like. But hey, we had a good time, though. But what what are we drinking? Yeah, let's go to this uh, coffee. So this is coming to us from Brianna, and Sweet. it is the Brazil. Come to Brazil. Come to Brazil. <laughs> uh, the Brazil light roast from local roasting company and the whole funny part of this is that she said this is from portland oregon and it's literally just called local roasting company i love that <laughs> it's How really farm, can you get? <laughs> farm to table um to give you kind of like a a visual image it's a nice brown paper bag aesthetic with a hot pink label with white detail um and it is a light roast and this one is a delightfully smooth light roast with hints of fresh fruit from the state of... I can't pronounce that, and I'm not gonna fuck it up. So, it definitely is a light roast. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't want to drink something, like, too, too strong this morning, so I'm kind of glad that we're doing something like this because it's, like, mild enough and I'm not gonna, like, fuck up my colon. Um, the cats I are... see Lila's shadow, <laughs> and it's really fucking me up. She looks it's... a lot taller than she normally <laughs> What the fuck? So they're on the cat tree fucking each other up. It's fine. They had a great Halloween. I think sometimes Lila likes to reach around the corner into the bathroom to try and, like, flip off the light switch. I think she's pretty energy conscientious. Chunky anxious, if you you chunked me. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so this roast. Let's let's have a nice taste really fast, you know? Mm. I like it a lot. It's very mild. Very nice. I think... Would you pick if, like, you had to just have, like, one or the other, light roast or dark roast? I know there's, like, medium roast, too. Mm, which that's is, kind like, of a difficult question. Because I'm going to pick a light. 
for like everyday use, a light roast because it's got more caffeine in it, but it's not bitter. But I love the robust taste of a dark roast. Yeah. I just feel like sometimes you have a lot higher chance of a dark roast being burnt. Well, yeah. Than a light roast, but... If you had asked me this question when I was still drinking, like, Starbucks coffee all the time, like, getting their bags of dark roast, then I probably would have said light roast, because that was when I was like, I need that light roast, because their shit is too, too burnt. I feel like we're going to get kicked out of Seattle, because everybody here just drinks dark roast. (laughs) I loved it. I I still didn't choose, though. Like, I still love dark roast. Oh, no, yeah. I like all, all the roasts. I like a nice, really deep Italian roast. A Sumatra is one of my faves. Like, just fuck. Just fuck me up. <laughs> but right. Coffee's good. Coffee's good. Thank you. Yes. If you ever want to send coffees to be featured, I feel like we haven't said this in a while. Oh, shit, sure, uh, yeah. You can send that to P.O. Box 31315 in Seattle, Washington, 98103. But if you didn't get all that, it's in the bio of our Twitter, which is also, Coffee W. Crachel. Yeah, also on the website, coffeewithrachel.net. Dot net, not coffee. Dot net. This is like early 2000s here. Honestly, I'm okay with it. It's fine. Why didn't we do com? What was the problem? Because I have com bot, but that's used for like the actual like podcast feed. Uh, It's it's fucking complicated. I couldn't get it switched. I don't really care at this point. I wanted to buy coffeewithrachel.cafe, but that was like really expensive for some reason. And I didn't feel like spending that much money, but that would have been so funny if it was Doc Cafe. Yeah, I think that would have been hilarious. Well, whenever we actually do open a coffee shop in the middle of the mountains, maybe we'll name it. This is something that we've talked about. We want to open up a coffee shop at some point in our lives. Like, in the middle, I said, like, in the middle of nowhere, where we're, like, one of the only coffee shops, so, like, we have to be popular. (laughs) And... Force the fucking... (laughs) Force them. Um... I don't know what we would name it. Nothing like... If you guys have any ideas for what we would name it, I don't want to name it anything like Crachel or whatever because I think it's a little weird, but I don't want to name it... It's not going to be named Robust. No, but I don't want it to be named something like typical like Jilt or like Wake Me Up, you know, like one of those. Yeah. Where, yeah, I want it to be just like... I have I have some ideas, but honestly, like a little afraid to share them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep them locked away. Yeah, we have some ideas, but nobody's stealing our. I've ideas. literally thought about like what would be put on the cups, like printed on the paper cups, <laughs> which would be you know biodegradable and shit. So, but I mean, paper is, but you know, um, we'd go the extra mile. <laughs> yeah. So you have some good news to share. Yeah, I mean, the job search is... Still on. Still on. But, I mean, I did get a temp job to, like, fill in the gap of apparently taking, like, five bajillion years to just go through the processes of interviewing and whatnot. They they gave you, like, they gave me, like, two weeks out of Xbox to, like, <laughs> find a new job. But, like, that's not even enough anymore. It's like, like, it literally you... takes one month to go through an interview process and get and all a job. That, yeah. Like, it's, like even the Bing job that like if the contract shit hadn't fucked up, like that took a month to get together and you were like it to be hired. Yeah, there was still time in between there where I was wasn't, just waiting. Yeah. yeah so. so you did have an interview on Friday that went extremely well. And, and this is gonna be it would be one of those jobs where it's like when I talked about the Bing job and I was like, it's got this and this and this that were all like better than 
the Xbox job, it'd be like that again. But even a little bit better. Even a little bit better. So, like, fingers crossed. Hopefully, I'll hear back on Monday, and then I'll be screaming on Twitter. Because that was Friday, and then it was, like, Halloween, and then today is Sunday. So, like, I I figure... They said that you would hear back, like, extremely soon. Like, they were like, we're we're really fast to, like, tell people. Yeah, they said it it could have heard back on Friday, but if not, it would have been, like, within the next couple days. So, it's... Fingers crossed. Everybody. Fingers crossed for Monday, man. Like, Let's like, hope that next Wednesday. But you go, you start this temp job on Monday, so you're going back to work on Monday. Yeah, How's no, that feel? It feels weird. It's like I literally haven't been to work since the middle of August. I know. And and maybe starting November second. I know. It's so weird. It is. It is. <laughs> That's why I was hoping that this job would have told you, like, on Friday. Because we, we've been saying, like, we, we hope that you get something by, like, the end of October. And it would have been I funny. I technically did. I'm like, I, I got mean, you did temp- get this temp job. Yeah, so I have that. So. Yeah. And that'll last you for, you know, you'll be able to get Fallout. And- yes, I will be able to fucking pre-order that game. Some <laughs> You're too excited. <laughs> Some fucking day this week. I will be pre-ordering that. And, you know, I've got already, like, a bunch of credits saved up on my account from scamming being rewards. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even lying. Like, I literally have, like, $15 on my Xbox account. Oh, that's because, nice. like, It's like a $60 game, right? Yeah, so I'm going to get it for a little bit cheaper, which is, you know, oh, always nice. <laughs> so, Sorry. moral of the story. Still go rip off. Some of you guys actually tweeted me and they said, like, the the scamming begins or something like that and sent me a screenshot of, like, signing up for big rewards and I was so proud. Like, if you have, like, what else can you get that money for? Like, well, you can get an Amazon card? gift card. Oh. They used to have Sephora, but I don't think they have <gasps> that anymore. I would have been searching every day if I had known that. $15 off something at Sephora is life-changing. Yeah, I know. That's shit. Fuck. But I don't know if they have that anymore, but I definitely know that they have, like, Xbox, and you get, like, Microsoft account credits, too. If you don't want like, to use Xbox, you can get Amazon, and there's a couple other things, so it's really nice. Okay, this is, like, extremely frugal, but, like, imagine we did it to get the Amazon gift cards, and then I did, like, that one gift card selling website and traded the Amazon one for a Sephora one. Oh, my God. That would That's be some crafty shit, but, I mean, hey... You gotta, sure. girls gotta apply your skin camera. <laughs> but yeah, so Honestly, that's. What a way to make money. You just get these gift cards and they then just sell, sell them. them for like. What was the name? It was. Cardpool.com. Cardpool. Yeah. Yeah. There's a website for you guys. There's also like a Reddit that's called like Gift Card Exchange. That's oh. literally people just post on there that what they want and what they have, and then like you can see if you can work it out with them. Oh, that's really cool, Squeezy. If you go and fuck with that Halloween candy, I'm gonna fuck you up. Oh, Squeezy's looking for some sweets. He's been he's messing so with that. You just literally have to say his name, and I'll jump off the counter. Squeezy, down. There he goes. <laughs> oh boy, but yeah. So fingers crossed that we hear back about that sometime. I've got some shakeups in my life, and I feel like everything has just been, like, changing, and everything has been a lot, and then I was, like, not even excited about Halloween, because I didn't, like, really think we were going to be able to do anything, because, like, didn't really want to spend money on, you know, a costume, or even, like, going out for drinks, and then you got the temp job, and so we were like, fuck, we're going to do something, so <laughs> we went out. We're going to do things. And I was very happy, because, like... I don't know, like, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of bars just because I don't like spending a lot of money on alcohol. I personally am the kind of person that likes to drink at home and then go out and maybe have, like, one drink to hold because I just don't like spending, 
eight, ten, eleven dollars on a drink. Like it's just not yeah, my yeah. favorite thing to do. But you know, whatever. I do like to drink a nice cocktail. Like <laughs> you know. But man, am I glad that we felt comfortable enough with our financial situation to go out? Oh, we had such a good time. It was, and we needed it. It was a fabulous evening. We had a great <laughs> night. Ten out of ten would spoop again. Is what I said. Because <laughs> <laughs> like last Halloween, we. You know, it was October, and we had moved here in June, and we really only knew, like, one person, and I think, like, I think Zach had invited us to, like, a house party, but I remember I, like, just, something probably happened. I was probably just feeling too anxious. At that point, I was working at the grocery store. I might have been working that day. I don't even know. I don't remember. But we didn't do anything. We were just kind of, like, hanging out. And I love Halloween. Like, I wish, I don't know. Like, there's parts of Halloween I really like, and then there's parts of it I don't. I miss, like... The kid Halloween, because that's just, like, fun. All fun all around. Adult Halloween is a little different because I just feel like all of the costumes are made of trash, but they cost more than, like, skincare products that I use. And, you know, if I had to choose between a serum and a shitty, like, polyurethane costume from Spirit Halloween, I'm gonna choose the serum. Like, so we're always, like, super cheap, and I feel like... That fucking store. Like, I oh, went yeah. in there and, like, just, like, they have all these giant, like, elaborate things you can put out in your yard. But they so expensive. But they just look like garbage now. They used to at least, like, try, and it was kind of made out of, like, you know, how they would, like, cut styrofoam to make it look like rocks and kind of bullshit like that. Now just literally, like, pieces of cardboard taped together that are painted and it It's, looks- like, 60 bucks. Yeah, oh, it's more than that. It's hundreds of dollars. Oh, my and God. And it looks like garbage. And I would never... I hate how expensive this stupid holiday is. It's more... I think it's more expensive than, like, doing stuff for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Depending on what you buy from people. But, I mean, like... Uh, yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving isn't... I mean, you just have to buy the money. Or buy the Buy money. the money. I wish. You just have to just spend the money on the food. There's not really, like, a lot else that you have to do. But then they have Black Friday, so you're, like, trying to spend money. But Black Friday is, like, all about deals. And so, like, I wish all holidays were all about saving money. (laughs) So, like, fuck. Yo, Cyber Monday. I mean, we have all the Christmas decorations we ever need. But now that we have all of this going on with, like, your temp job and I'm, like, doing fine. So, I mean, we can get a couple of new things. Now that we actually have, like, surfaces to decorate. Because last year we just had the tree. Think about that. We didn't even have our bed frame by this time last year. We we have done a lot in a year, I'd say. Like it was a slow process, but like fuck. got that bookshelf, got this stand right here. We got your desk, which is a lot bigger. Yeah, we got a lot of surfaces. The bookcase in the hallway that was the yeah, only place I decorated for Halloween. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, you got the window clings. Hey, the window clings. We got to get some Christmas. I want Christmas ones. Some a bunch of uh, either like snowflakes or Christmas ornaments or something. We gotta get some stockings too, because we don't have those. Yeah. But so let's talk a little bit more about yesterday. Halloween. So yeah, so yeah. yesterday we we got up and we were just working on Crachel Cooks and that was Should we say like what our original idea was for that? Yeah. Okay. So we originally for Crachel Cooks, like I hadn't uploaded a video in like a week because I was just like not into it at this point and like I felt really bad because like my last video was like not the happiest video and so I wanted like the video that I was gonna put up on Saturday to be something uplifting so I was like let's do a Halloween Rachel Cooks it'll be funny you know lighthearted, whatever 
And our original idea was to buy those Pillsbury, you know, the Halloween cookies that have like, each one has a pumpkin in the center. Those little sugar discs. Yeah. <laughs> they used to be like in a log and you cut them up, but now they just like are already cut and it's just like even more easy to do. Yeah. And so we were going to try and use those, but like really, ele- we weren't going to like show them right away. We were going to be like a really elaborating like how to make these cookies that we were like talking about and we're like you have to preheat the oven and like you have to you know really make sure your workspace is really like zen and just really like pep up bump up like how like intense it's sounding and then it was just gonna be like you pop them in the oven and and we wanted to make it like the most elaborate we possibly could for how simple these cookies were were. yeah and then you went to the store to like go find them and this was like a couple of days before halloween too and you just couldn't find them anywhere oh my god i was so mad because literally it's like okay they got rid of these cookies before halloween but then there was a bunch of pumpkin spice shit out again and i was so mad because we couldn't find anything pumpkin spice when we did i feel like whenever we want to make videos about a thing like we can't find it and then yeah i'm gonna open a store it's gonna be called like last minute and it's gonna actually carry things until the day of but like it was literally like a like i don't know like a good few days before the holiday like we weren't trying that bad. Even more reason to have that kind of store because what the fuck? Like I'm guaranteeing you, at least like fifty percent of people like don't have their shit together and are like us and just wait until a couple of days beforehand. Yes, yeah, not all of us are jumping out to get Christmas decorations today. Like, I mean, I honestly wish I was. But... I know. Like I, I went to Target yesterday and oh, no. they had the Christmas setup like all there, and it's like. You Give wanna... me a fucking chance. <laughs> like... No, I'm I'm ready already. Like, we've talked about putting up the Christmas tree. I want to put it up, like, normally I wait until the day after Thanksgiving, but I feel like I kind of want it up for, like, a lot of November, so I'm thinking, like, this first week of November, you know, keep it casual in here, and then I'm thinking, like, this weekend coming up. Yeah, this next weekend we're going to... Decorate. Have have a little transitional period. Yeah, maybe mm. we can look out and see if we can like pick up anything else that we need. We don't need any tree ornaments at all whatsoever. <laughs> no. We definitely don't. But yeah, so we did the video and we made instead Rice crispy Pumpkins, <laughs> which was really fun and also super easy. So we got like the easy recipe that we want because we didn't really want to do something like insane. So no, yeah, we were just like we knew we had like a fucking day that we were gonna be doing. So yeah, we did that, and then um, my friend Bree was working, and then she was gonna come over with her friend, and we were just gonna like, cause we were gonna be vampires for Halloween, so we had gone out and got everybody fangs, and I had already had some, and from like when I'm just normally a vampire, I guess <laughs> <laughs> from day to day life, you know, just from my life. But and then I did. Like, I, I spent so much time doing my own makeup, and then I did yours, and then Brie got here with her friend, and then we did their makeup, and had a little fun, and then um, we went to a speakeasy. And that was something I never thought I'd ever say. <laughs> that, was, that was really fun. Like, I don't even know where it was, or where was, I was. I was a little It drunk. was this, like, unadorned door in the middle of, like, a it was random a, It was alleyway. a creepy alleyway, and I felt a little... I mean, we were followed... Okay, we should probably tell that story. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, like, we're leaving our apartment building, and there's just, like, you know, there's always people, like, standing outside. Like, it's not a problem. And, mind you, 
I, Bri, both Brie and I were extremely covered up. Like, I had been wearing, like, a booby shirt, and then I made sure that I changed before we went out because I knew that, like, I just, I just personally feel unsafe dressing, like, with my, t- and I have huge tits. Like, I have, they're, you know, I wear. You just have boobs, I, so, like, they're gonna be there. <laughs> I know. So, I covered up, and we were both wearing maxi dresses, so, like, we're showing, like, no skin. And she was wearing a fucking, like, huge coat because it was really cold out. And we're just walking, and we, me and her noticed, because we're always fucking hyper aware of, like, that kind of thing. Like, men being creepy. And we just, and I, I had felt, like, anxious about going out on Halloween just because I know it's, like, a big night and we're living in a big city. And there's just, like, there's a possibility that something fucking scary could happen. And, like... That's just something that I'm always thinking about regardless, but, like, also as a woman, like, it's just something that I'm always thinking about, and so, usually it's just me being paranoid, but obviously I'd rather be paranoid than unsafe, but then this guy literally started following us, and it was, like, once he started to run across the street to catch up with us when we would, like, cross a lot quicker than him, that's when I started to fucking panic. I was having, like one of my silent panic attacks where I'm just kind of like, like, I know. And I felt like I was going to throw up. And me and Brie were, like, linked arms. We were like, this is really mm-hmm. scary, blah, 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 blah. And then we ended up, like, it was really sad. We went into, like, a bar that was completely empty oh my to God. get to so evade bad. this man. And, like, they were, like, so excited. They were, like, because we're all dressed up as Halloween characters and stuff. And they were like, oh, my God, hi, how are you? Come sit down. And, we, and meanwhile, I'm just, like, having a panic attack in the corner. I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, get a drink right now. And I was just waiting for this guy to leave so that we could just go to the speakeasy. And he left. And then we went to the speakeasy. And that was really, like, a cool spot. It was, like, very yeah, it was chill. So weird. You just, like, knocked on this random door in an alleyway. And then it opened up and it was, like, this whole, like, loft, cozy loft inside. It looked like... An apartment in Brooklyn. Like, it just looked like it was all brick and wood, and they had, like, candles, and they were playing, like, like hip-hop, R&B-type music, but, like, the vibe was so chill. And, like, everything that we had seen, because, like, we were going to be in Capitol Hill, but then we didn't make it out there. And I just know that, like, everything that we, had, that we had walked past was, like, you could hear the music, like, blaring from outside. And there was, like, lines of people. And we didn't even have to wait. Nope. Like, we, if we had gone to any other bar, we would have had to wait outside. Yeah. And, like, we literally just went right in. And it, was, and it was such a nice place. And it was definitely, like, hip. You know, like, all of the drinks were, like, literary characters. Like, it was, like, a Holden Caulfield, you know, like, obviously yeah. hip. But it was a tasty-ass drink. I mean, I had tequila, which was probably a really bad idea in hindsight. My <laughs> drink okay. came in this giant-ass goblet. And, like, you don't drink that much because you have your Yeah, my shit. stomach is fucked up. But, like... It was this huge-ass drink, came in a giant goblet with faces all over I it. I love that you ended up ordering, like, the largest drink by accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was called the Death by Scorpion. I remember that. And it had, like, oh, fuck. What was the type? It had rum and cinnamon whisk or cinnamon syrup. And yeah, it, had, it was, like, smoky-tasting. It had tasting. lemon, lime, and orange in it. And then there was other, another type of alcohol in it, too. And I don't remember what it was. It's fucking delicious. It was... I would... Get that again in a heartbeat. It was so good. Yeah, I and it did a little bit of something. Yeah, you were Chris was Chris was good last night, and like I haven't seen you drunk, but not like 
Because you get sick if you get drunk, usually. And you didn't get sick at all. You were just having a good time. It was I great. have realized that my body just needs expensive drinks. <laughs> because, like, the drinks were a little bit pricey. Oh, yeah. More and, than like, what we wanted. When we wanted. went to... What was that restaurant uh, that we went to? With uh, Megan. Yeah, what? Uh, the Dahlia Lounge. Oh. Um, when we went there, we got this bottle of wine that was, Ew, like, a real... Hella like, expensive. Yeah. Thank God we didn't pay for it. But, like... <laughs> I guess it's just, like, stuff in, like, the cheap drinks and the well, cheap duh. beers and stuff that make my stomach really, really upset to the point where, like, I want to throw up. Because, like, I didn't feel sick at all. My worst hangover that I've ever had was in New York. I was oh, yeah. with all of my, like, YouTube girlfriends. We were, it, was, it was, like, some beauty event. And we all decided to get cheap-ass wine from CVS. The worst decision ever. And I... I mean, like, we had a great time, like, that night. But the next morning, I actually felt like I was going to throw up multiple times. And, like, you We went, had to get to the train. And, yeah. like, you were dying. I, you, you ran out and got plain bagels from Dunkin' Donuts. And I couldn't even eat <clears throat> a plain bagel without feeling I was going to throw up. Like, there wasn't anything on it. And I couldn't even do it. But I knew I needed to. Oh, my God. I was... I felt like shit, but this morning I just felt a little, like, off. Like, I definitely needed to drink yeah, a lot yeah, of water, yeah. <laughs> but I'm all right. The moral of this story is that I just need those. Chris is an expensive ham. I, I, I am expensive. I have high tastes. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was a good time. I don't even remember what I drank. The first drink, the first drink. The I remember first. your second drinks. Yeah, because it was called the Death Star, and yeah. you were like, please order that for me, <laughs> like... And I did. Your first one was like a Mexican something. Around. It had a lot of lemon in it and tequila, and it fucked me up. So <laughs> it was delicious, though. It was really Everybody's good. drinks were good. I think I had a We were all, like, tasting each other. Because yeah. Bree's friend, Dietrich, was, he's a bartender, and so he was, like, giving us recommendations and shit. And, like, we were all, like, sipping each other's drinks. So, like, I, I mixed a lot, you know? And yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was a good time. And that place was, like... Because, like, I, I like going out for drinks but i don't love like a super loud like club situation like it's just not for me i don't like to dance personally and i'm also not looking to fuck people like generally in life <laughs> that often <laughs> so like i don't know a lot of the bar scene is kind of like lost on me like you know so this was like a really i really liked that place i felt really comfortable there and it was really chill and the, like everything seems there was, like it would be a really good date spot yeah there were a lot of couples there so yeah. it was cute. We were a little foursome. There was a lot of people dressed up. There was, um, there were a couple Ghostbuster people. Yeah, there was a couple Ghostbusters. Saw an Ariel, Little Mermaid. I uh, loved in our elevator, like, cause I, cause I had like been pre gaming in the apartment before our friends came over, and then I'm like kind of fucked up already, and I'm in the elevator, and there's like two hipster ass dudes in the elevator, and. I'm like a fucking vampire, and I'm just like, <laughs> so what are you? Oh <laughs> and they're like, God. I'm blind. I'm like, I have, it's completely like over my head. Like, I don't know who the, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm a vampire. <laughs> oh my God. They were probably like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> but then it was fine. But I loved like just being in the elevator with like all of these random, like, we were in the elevator with like the Joker, and like, it was just kind of funny. Like, everyone was in costume, and it was really fun. There was a unicorn. Um, we saw Luigi and Mario, obviously. Some man that just had his, his dick out. I don't know if it was a costume or if it was his dick. That's interesting. Yeah, remember the guy across the street with his pants, like, undone? I don't remember that. Oh, we were like, 
I can't tell if it's a costume or if he just has his dick out. I wouldn't be surprised, though, because, like, <laughs> a lot of dudes do that sometimes, and it's just a little weird. I don't know why, but they do. <laughs> I didn't see a minion, though, and I was sad. I wanted <laughs> to see a, a minion. Oh, I did see that, too, yeah. There were some good costumes. Oh, my God. Who was it that tweeted us? They're, they, someone, I don't know if it was the person that tweeted us this or if they found the picture on the internet, but someone had dressed their two, like, it must have been, like, twin babies, as they painted them as baby Grinches, and I have never felt more. I mean, pleased. parent goals. That's if I was going to be a parent. I feel like the only reason why I would have kids now is to do that <laughs> at this point. So, and then what the fuck did we do? Uh, so then we left there, and it had started really raining. Which I mean, it had been raining like the whole day beforehand. But then when we left for the the apartment for the first time to go to the speakeasy, it had stopped. Yeah, for the most part. So and when we left the speakeasy, then it was, it was fucking a- raining and cold as hell. But and- it felt very Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got an Uber to uh, the International District, and we ate some dim sum. Oh. And, and I needed that. Yeah. and <laughs> I got wonton that, soup. Nothing has ever tasted so fucking good in my life. <laughs> I, was, I mean, we were starving, but like, oh my god, that was delicious. And that place, we got there at the perfect time, because when we left, there was like... A lot of people waiting. There was a lot of people waiting. And it was like, one... Like, it was late. Like, I was surprised yeah, that they we got were... there around, like, 1, one thirty, and when we left, like, there were still, like, a ton of people. This place was open until, like, 3 or 4. Yeah. Which... Coolest thing, Mother Nature, well, not Mother Nature, coolest thing of, like, dates just working out is, like, last night just happened to be um, the day where we fall back an hour, so we got, like, an extra hour of our night, which oh was my God. really nice. When we got back, I was still, like, a little bit tipsy, and, like, I'm looking at my phone and the microwave, and the microwave has a clock on it, and I'm like, Chris? Like, we were in the bathroom, I was like, Chris, I think my phone is broken, like, it's showing a different time, like, oh I don't know God. what to do, and you're like, I think it's that fall back. Normally, you like. I did not even know it was last night until Brie had said it. I was like, wait, really? It is? So that was cool. Yeah. I had sweet and sour chicken. And. You got the most basic ass thing. It's fine. It was fucking good, though. Brie and Dietrich got like a bunch and they were sharing. It was great. They got a lot of things. They tried sticky rice and Uh, pork buns. And pork buns. Those were delicious. Uh, and then the fuck did I get? I got had, wonton soup because I just had really some wanted vegetable broth. rice too. That was really nice, and lots and lots of the tea that they have. Oh yeah, I needed that too. Oh man, that was that was a good time. But now we're like getting in the zone of like the me and Brie are already like talking about when we're gonna go fucking make gingerbread houses and shit. Like we're so excited for fucking Christmas. Honestly, this is my time. November and December is my fucking time. And then it just leads into, I mean, I, let's be honest. January counts those. I always get excited for my birthday, but I always end up having a really bad birthday, and I don't know what that is. Hopefully this next one will be able to do what we want to do. Yeah, we want to go to LA for my birthday so we can see all of our friends. Yeah, which would be super chill. I know, I really do want to do that. There's lots of people I want to see. But for right now, we're just going to focus on... The holidays. Hopefully me having a full-time job so that way we can have a nice holiday. (laughs) I mean, yeah, like, it'll be good. It'll be fine. But we shall see. The next thing coming up 
is our anniversary. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> November is so much for us. I tweeted about this. There's, like, it's a two-week like, span where, like, so much shit happens. I mean, honestly, from now until the end, the beginning of next year, it's like, all right, so we got Fallout comes out on the 10th. Our anniversary is the 17th. And then the anniversary of getting Lila is Which the 22nd. Which is henceforth called the Chunkening. The Chunkening. <laughs> and then Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Then it's, you know, Christmas for a whole month. <laughs> like, the whole month of December is Christmas. Then it's New Year's, which I'm we're, I'm excited for New Year's. Like Yeah, we'll probably actually do something for that, too. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I love actually having friends. It's so nice. <laughs> like, when we first moved here, it was like, you know, we wanted to, like, go out and do things. But we were like, we don't know anybody. Do you think <laughs> it would be possible if our apartment building would have the roof done by New Year's so we could see the fireworks from the Space Needle. Because you can see the Space Needle from the roof that one time that we snuck up there. Yeah. And it's a beautiful view. And you can see, like, on the... I can't wait for it to just, like, be open by the time that, like, the construction going on around us happens. So that way, like, we can't see anything. Like, great. So glad I didn't get this on July 4th. I know. It literally, like... (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> like, I, I accidentally rant. took us to the roof yesterday, like, in the elevator. I hit the R instead of our fucking floor, and I was like, uh, hi. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, and then it's, like, January is a shitty month in general. Um, but I guess, like, technically I can celebrate, like, the anniversary of me coming out. True. Like, I guess I can celebrate that. Damn, it's already going to be a year since you came out. It's it's weird saying that because I've been out, like, with friends forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I guess officially, like, at least to the most people I could have come out to, like, aka the internet. To the rest of the world. To the rest of the people that I know. Hey, all you people. Yeah. Hey, all you people. And then it's my birthday, and then it's your birthday, and then we're right into spring again. <laughs> yeah. Then from, like, April... Through, oh, we also have the anniversary of getting squeezy on Valentine's Day. Right, right. That's right before the birthday. Then he was the only thing first... that happens is like Lila and Squeezy. We don't know when Squeezy's birthday is because he was a stray. But, but we did math because they said he was like seven months when we got him. So and he so was born in May. They were both born in May. So May is kind of just like the celebration of their birthdays. I love how we say like... That it's a celebration of them, but yet every day we celebrate them. I know. Like, <laughs> but even more so, like, Lila will get wet food every day in May. <laughs> well, like, she's deaf getting a lot of wet food on her, uh... Chunkening. Chunkening in November. And she's gonna get a lot of turkey on Thanksgiving. We should buy Squeezy, like, some heart-shaped treats for Valentine's Day. I gotta get to, since our pet food store is closing we gotta find a new place we gotta go to another one and see if we can find some like turkey wet or not turkey duck wet food well we should look online to see if we can find the actual food that we're using right now online just as like a backup in case we can't find a store oh i've seen i've seen it online oh you have at least like you know shitty fucking like pet smart pet go have the Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, because it's like, the place that we went was like that hip-ass, like, non-GMO. <laughs> it was called the Feed Bag. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it's very, like, farm-to-table for yeah. Squeezy. And Lila, I mean, Lila eats it too, but it's mostly for Squeezy's life. But, you know, he's been extremely good lately, so it's been great. He hasn't been throwing up as often at all. Well, that's fabulous. Yeah, the only day he threw up was when he ate the toilet paper roll, but you know, that's <laughs> you what live happens. You live and you learn. You live and you don't learn, actually, because he still does it. I know. 
It's like when we have guests over, we, we, all right, so normally we don't have the toilet paper. This is such a pain in the ass, but we do it just to keep them safe. But like, we don't keep the toilet paper on the roll. We keep it like on the, the back um, of the toilet. on the back of the toilet where they don't go to get it because I don't know why they're just too stupid to get it. Although there. Lila has really been adventuring in the bathroom now, she like I hear her screaming and she's stuck on top of the uh, medicine cabinet. What? Yeah, she gets up there. How does she? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's not like stable. I feel like that medicine cabinet would fall down. Under her chunks. Yeah. Lila. <laughs> yeah, so when we have guests over, we put the toilet paper back because we don't want to have to, like, fucking explain shit. Like, so sometimes we forget to put it back, and then... That's a conversation that's when, starter. <laughs> that's when Squeezy eats it. No, I mean, like, when we forget to put it back on the roll, or take it back off the roll, and that's when Squeezy's like, yes, oh, yeah, 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 they yeah, fucked yeah. up. <laughs> and it's when we come home, you know? Like, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Can we also talk about going back to, like, things that happened last night, like, the shitty fucking fangs from Spirit Halloween. Oh, like, my God. Like, those ones that are terrible are, like, Spirit Halloween's brand of fangs, and then the ones that viewed had left over, I don't know. There's, there. like, some random brand yeah, that I've well, seen for but years. those but... ones are, like, I saw them there again, and, and they're, they're $20. Like, they're 20 fucking dollars, and I was like, no, thank you, I'm still, Because like, we were you know, buying them for Brie and Dietrich and you, and you weren't going to fucking spend $60 on fangs for everyone. No, so the Spear Halloween ones were 5 bucks a piece, and, like, I felt so bad. fucking not work nearly as well. Like, I don't, I guess, I bought those ones when I was still living in Pickwick. Like, there's, there's pictures of... When we went, I was a victim and you were a vampire. Yeah, that was our senior year of college. And so I've had them for like a, I guess like two years now. And like, they are really nice and they stay in and like they, they actually like match the color of my teeth and stuff. And the ones that you got like looked a little like, you know, fake, funny, but whatever. I knew at the end of the day that like, it's going to be dark out. Everybody was going to be like drunk. And so like, nobody was going to really notice. I love it. Dietrich left his fucking teeth at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Mine are in my wallet. I gotta put them back because I don't want to lose them because they were, like... I'm glad that I... How did they get to Seattle? I don't even know. Like, I still am trying to figure out, like, how I managed to remember to pack my fangs. I found them in the drunk... Drunk? The junk drawer. And so I was like, I don't know how these ended up here, but whatever. Because, like, there are certain things that I didn't pack, but I managed to get those. There's some random-ass things that, like, just managed to come along (laughs) with those. Looking fun. Your mom dressed your dogs up for Halloween. Yeah. Bentley had one of those knife... They have, like, one headband that your mom uses every year, and it looks like there's, like, a knife going through their head, you know, and she puts it on the dogs. Yeah. (laughs) It's so cute. I'm sure Bentley was running around being his happy self, like, wagging his tail around and everything, just looking like such an idiot with this fucking, like, yeah, I'm so happy, I got a knife in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think your dads did shit for Halloween? I don't know. I didn't see any Facebook posts. I know that <laughs> Nicole went with went up to the cabin and was up there at the cabin with them oh. for a little bit, but I don't know if they did anything or not. Nicole's probably loving the fact that they have the fucking cabin that she can go to for, like, a relaxation time. That yeah. would be so nice. I, I Like, whenever we visit PA, I want to see that cabin, like, so bad. There's going to be so many things when we go back to her. My sister just bought herself a brand new car. I'm so proud that like she got herself a new car. I know. And then my dad's got a new fucking house. I was, like, Nicole was texting me because she, um, if you don't know, Nicole was Chris's sister. And 
she was texting me. She was like, do you have any, like, makeup tutorials that you've seen or, like, that you've done for, like, Halloween makeup for... She was trying to be, like, a, a porcelain doll or, like, a doll, like, a creepy doll. And so I found a few, and she was like, yeah, thank you. Like, these are great, whatever. And then she sent me pictures of the makeup, and I was so impressed. She did such a good job at that, like, cracked porcelain doll where, like, your eye is yeah. missing, and it's, like, a hole. And I was like, yo. Because <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not that good with eyeliner sometimes. So that was really cool. And your sister, like, doesn't even wear makeup, like, normally. So that was really yeah. impressive. I was like, damn, Vinge. <laughs> she looked great, though. And her friend looked really good, too. I forget what her friend was. Like, a skeleton, maybe? Yeah. I didn't even see these pictures. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. But, yeah. You know. Just hey, you life. I'm going to eat some of those Rice crispy pumpkins because they're delicious. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca, she might actually be listening to this. Hi, Rebecca Shores. Uh, I saw that she was giving out candy. And oh I was God. like, aww. Because, like, I don't think anybody would have knocked on our door in this apartment. But, like, the way that their apartment is set up, it's more yeah, of, like, yeah. a condo kind of almost. So that's kind of cool. I hope that one day we have an apartment where we can give out candy. Our apartment complex is filled with, like, college students and just out of college students and so everyone's like, just kind of like nobody's really got kids and nobody's really got like fucking anybody that's gonna be like a lot around. of animals in our building yeah i mean that's so seattle <laughs> what about that new thing that they're doing in seattle where apartment buildings you read about that article oh my god yeah um so I, like, catch up on the Seattle Reddit because, like, <laughs> there's lots of, like, what's going on and, like, the government and shit on there, which is kind of helpful. And, like, apartment complexes now, it's, this is supposed to be controversial, but I totally, like, agree with it. It's, like... I agree with it. It's, like, apartment complexes are now requiring you to just, you pay, like, $25 when you, like, sign up to, like, be in this fucking apartment complex and you have to have get a swab of your dog's DNA, which is just, like, you cotton swab on the inside of their mouth, and then, like, you give it to them, and then it's 25 bucks, and then they keep this on file because then they collect the dog poop that's in the elevators or in the hallways or on the property that's not picked up. People and then they- let their dogs shit, and, like, I understand. I get it. The rooftop was supposed to have, like, a puppy pad or whatever the hell that they do. Yeah. But, like, people are letting their dogs, like, shit all over the building and, like, I'm sorry, but I don't, you know. I don't pay for that. I don't pay for this to live in this building for that. So, so then it's not were... just this building. It's, like, everywhere in Seattle is trying to do this now. But Yeah, so then they, like, they DNA test it and then if it's, like, your dog's. Then they charge you one for the test and two like an extra fee on you top know, of that. So they char- they were saying like they charge like a hundred dollars a hundred dollar fine to cover all those costs and everything every time. And they said like one person we got like five hundred dollars in a week because like they, whatever like, like they were like they're cleaning up the poop now though. And it's like honestly if that's what it takes. Fucking good. I'll pay that twenty five dollars to like swab my cats or whatever. Yeah, like that make, don't leave the apartment. I don't care. Like I'm already paying for them to rent this apartment or whatever. But, like, you know, if, like, what kind of person, like, lets their animal just, like, shit inside a building? Like, like that's what you, when you get a dog, you sign what, up for that kind of responsibility. To take them out and go to a grass patch or at least down to the sidewalk and then pick it up. That's why we don't have dogs. Because we were, like, we live on one of the top floors. We have a small apartment. In and a we rainy just, city. <laughs> and, a, and we don't feel like having to let a dog out every f- five minutes. Like, if that's a problem for you. Like, if that happened to me, like, I know accidents happen. Like, you're in the elevator. All of a sudden, you're dog's just shitting or something but you clean it up like who takes their dog for a walk and doesn't have stuff to clean it up yeah like 
a lot of people because a lot of a lot of people that's don't a, give that's a, shit. a huge problem in seattle apparently is that people are just assholes with their dogs and they don't clean up after them whatever P- fucking i know that it's not gonna be me that's gonna have to pay for it so if it keeps the apartment from smelling like shit and urine all the time then fuck like i don't give a shit oh my cats they suck yeah cats are horrible because they don't actually love you right you know like <laughs> meanwhile i play hide and seek with them like every fucking day <laughs> i know they agree <laughs> i know and lila woke us up this morning she was like why are you still sleeping we're like baby we were hungover and she was like no <laughs> she was so cute this morning she was laying on my chest and purring and i was like this is wonderful <laughs> but yeah i i'm totally for that i don't give a shit like i've peed in an elevator though once oh but it was by accident God. my bladder just left my body so have i told this story uh, i don't know I, I don't know but either way i was at vidcon and we're going back to our hotel. I have to pee extremely badly. And I have never felt this in my entire life. Like, I can usually make it to the bathroom. And even if I'm kind of, like, peeing myself a little bit, it's contained in my pants or something. I don't know. Like, I've peed myself multiple times because I just have a really weak bladder. And I drink way too much coffee. Um, but this time, like, I lost control. Like, I literally, like, lost control of the lower half of my body. Thank God we were alone. We were alone. Oh, my God. We could have been with, like, YouTubers, and I would have been really embarrassed. We could have just been with, like, anybody else. Someone could have vlogged it. Like, that's the thing. You run a risk. Like, imagine if we were there with, like, Nick and all of them. Like, you know one of them would have vlogged it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I feel like Nick was tweeting us, and, like, I really, I've texted him about this. Like, I want a year where we can all be together for Halloween, because they get so into it, and they they dress up, and, like, Jason and everybody. I think it would be really fun. That'd be great. Oh, it would be so fun if they came here for Halloween because they, then they get to experience, like, fall. Because I know that they miss that, but fuck out. Oh. I don't know what Halloween is like in L.A. It's fucking hot. I don't know. I just saw Lindsay tweet today. She's like, that, that time when it's November and it's still 80 degrees. Oh, my God. See, I, like, okay. It would be the smart move of me to move to L.A. I would probably have a lot more money. I would probably be doing a lot more things with my, you know, like, just the social media stuff. I can't do it. For our personal sanities. I can't do it. I love the fall. Actually having a cold fall. And I love the winter time. It's And not, actually having it be cold when it's Christmas. It's like, it's not even, like, even if L.A. had seasons, but it was just warmer, I still wouldn't do it because all right i'm the type of person that and i'm sure a lot of people listening to this will get me on this i hate summer and spring because i have to wear less clothing and i'm not that secure in my body like that's how i am so like when summer and spring are rolling around and everybody has to wear you know i hate my arms for instance so i hate wearing this year i even though i still don't like my arms I wore tank top dresses, like, mm-hmm. with nothing. I usually wear, like, a, a shawl over me or, like, a little Kimono light. Kimono. Yeah, something light, like a, like a light cardigan, you know, something to cover up my arms. This year, I just did it, and I went out, and I'm sure I looked fine, and I'm sure nobody was, like, staring at my arms with me. I was, like, in my head, I was like, I am doing great things right now. Like, <laughs> but, like, it's a huge deal for me, and... I just know that, like, with the heat in L.A., like, I would just be insecure every day. And I would hate that so fucking much. I couldn't do that. And then, I don't know. I just heard, you know. It's also, like, Seattle's, like, tech industry. I know, yeah. Like, we obviously love it here, so we don't want to move. Like, Like, for my job. You know, like, my manager will be like, yeah, like, let me know when you, like, want to relocate to L.A., like, Sly. You know, I'm like, ugh. 
That's why we came to Seattle, so we were close enough to... I don't want to relocate because I love this place. I love Seattle. I love the food. I love the people we've met. Like, now that we're actually, like, making... I'm like, okay... Wouldn't it be great to live in L.A. so we can hang out with Nick, Kenny, Mason, like, every fucking day? Oh, well, duh. Like, yes. I would... And Susie and Ava, like, there's... We have... Lindsay and Megan. I mean, fuck. Like... There's... We go on and on. So many people. We actually have a lot more friends living in L.A. than we do in Seattle. But, like... I mean, I do get to see them sometimes, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I, I'm like now, I'm like, don't want to leave the friends that we made here. Like, I'm, I feel no, very settled yeah, now. Finally, it's just, I love it here. I've loved this place every day that I've been here, so I don't want to leave here. For there the hasn't place been a day where I'm like, I hate living in Seattle. There's no. never been one day. Yeah, so I don't want to leave a place that I feel like. Good and then in. I can just visit LA, and there are some projects that I can work on. A lot of the projects that I would be able to work on are for things that you don't ha- like I don't know like most of the things that I want to be doing you have to be LA based and it's just because it requires like a lot of time so you kind of have to do that but like I mean if they would be willing for me to like stay with a bunch of friends like keep hopping apartments because there's so many people I know that I could just it, I wouldn't even be a burden on people for a long period of time because I could just yeah, like hop yeah. from one friend's house it would be stressful as hell on me but I feel like I could do it um you know, I wouldn't like it, and I wouldn't want to be away from Seattle. I would probably be really homesick yeah. from Seattle, but I could do it. I would miss the cats, though, so much. <laughs> God. I would be having you send me pictures every day. If I, <laughs> like, if I had to stay in L.A. for, like, longer than a week. God, yeah. remember when I went to PA for two weeks? I, like, could not. I loved my... I mean, I was very far away from the cats in PA. Like, I mean, we got the infamous coming home to the cats video. I know. <laughs> but, like, I think about that when I was in Pennsylvania and you were still here. And I think that's the farthest away from each other we've been ever. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That was And we cool. weren't even sad about that. No, I know. Like, like, I mean, I missed you, but, like... The cats. The cats. And I understand. I was like, yeah, the cats. I know, but I was very proud of myself for making that journey and being able to fly by myself now. I've done four flights by myself, and as an anxious person, that is huge for Mm -hmm. me. And I almost, like, yesterday with Halloween, like, I had been working on a video all day, and I was having, like, technical difficulties with trying to find the music for it, and I was getting really frustrated because I wanted the video to go up before a certain time because I didn't want people to, like, be already out for Halloween by the time the video went up and blah, blah, blah. And so I was, like, getting kind of panicked, and then I was like, you know what? Fuck this holiday. Like, honestly, like, maybe we should just cancel and, like, stay in, like, blah, 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 blah. And I am so glad that I, like, didn't do the thing that I always do where I'm just like feeling uncomfortable and anxious and then I'm like fuck it and then I give up so I'm glad I pushed myself and did stuff last night because I had a great time and it was great yeah so if you guys have any like pictures of like fun costumes or funny stories or anything just like tweet them at us or something pets pets, always we've been getting a lot of pets and I I love it I've been enjoying yeah (laughs) (laughs) I love my mentions right now it's like everybody's (laughs) Halloween fucking pet and I'm like yes but yeah it's fucking good uh, let me see here we are at 50 minutes so do you got anything else you want to talk about or should we do like a question hmm. why don't we answer some of the email questions because i feel like we didn't get to do those last <laughs> one because we were talking about halloween stuff so let's do like a couple mm-hmm. email questions and then get on to bencho town chipotle is trending on facebook according to my email oh. because they had a some sort of 
one of the restaurants closed because it had like salmonella or something like that. <gasps> That's so funny because I keep hearing those Chipotle commercials that are like they're just like dragging other fast food companies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to pull up my the, the email. Yeah, I had to get my tablet. Yeah, do that, man. Uh, I was just happy to use the coffin emoji so much last night as a vampire. And they just added the coffin. I feel like they added all of those spoopy emo- emojis like right before Halloween. Like They, they had a spider. Emojis, and, on point. Yeah. I hope they add more for holidays <laughs> in the future. I don't think they're going to add anything. It always... Like, they said that they were going to add more emojis like in June. And it took them until like October. So I feel like they're not going to do anything for December, which would be... It would be great. Very sad. They also did do... <laughs> we played on GTA. They did a surprise Halloween update. Oh, my God. Yeah. They... I hope that they keep it because... All right, so the... Well, yeah, you keep whatever you've bought. Not even that. Like, there's makeup. Like, there's skeleton makeup. And there's, like, new masks and stuff. But they have a new game type. And it's called Slasher. And it's, like, there's two diff- There's three different ones, I think. And you're in a room. And it's either you're playing on a team... Or, like, you're the hunted, or you're the slasher, like, the one. So, the three people that, or however many people are on the hunted Mm -hmm. team, you literally only have a flashlight, and you have to be able to defend yourself from the one person that's lurking around with a gun. And it's, like, obviously really terrifying, and it is violent, Um, but it's, like, it's basically, like, a scary movie, but in a game form. And it's just, like, a really fun, stupid game format and you were playing that and i was watching because i just really didn't i was like a little too scared it was they had it in like a meat locker and the lighting in there was like really like dark and misty looking like they really spoofed it up it was really fun though we could have played like alien isolation too if we didn't have anything to do could have stayed in all right i'm just gonna pick a random question here that we have just go for it man all right Hello, Rachel and Chunks. Hey. They say hello as well. Uh, is there even a character limit on emails? <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, so I'm a gender fluid person. She pronouns is fine. Cool. That is pansexual, and I was close to a girl coming into her bisexuality. We met on Tumblr over similar interests, figured out we were only a couple hours apart and talked like we wanted to date. We had decided we wanted to meet before we decided to label it anything, and we seemed to be okay with that. Smart. Cool. Um, at first, things were great. I was more open with her than any other relationship I had previously, and when she visited when she visited for my graduation, we had sex, and everything seemed amazing. My family liked her, though they didn't know about us, in quotes, and I'm not out to them either, and my friends liked her too. Oh, cool. Then there may have been... I am, like, having such a trouble reader right now. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Uh, sure. There, to then. <laughs> Wait, where are we? Uh, oh, there. Then there may have been apprehensive thoughts on her end that I hadn't learned she had until later. A huge, long, shitty story summarized. I asked her to be my girlfriend. She said no. We said we would be friendly and decided if we wanted to still be friends after a trip with some of her friends. During the trip, I felt isolated from her and her friends, and a week after the trip, I finally asked her about us. Another huge, long, shitty story summarized. I tried to talk to her about how I felt that weekend, and when I told her, I feel like I'm being used for affection, she acted as if I had said, you are taking me for granted. She disregarded that I was expressing a feeling, put words in my mouth, and literally blocked me on Facebook so I couldn't even reply to her message. Yikes. 
Damn. So here's my issue. I am totally done with her and everything that happened. Good for you. Um, but I feel 100% shitty about my relationship with her friends. Her friends were my friends too, I guess. Were pretty cool. I had never laughed as hard as I did with them, and I'm sure the girl I was interested in um, fed them with lies and made herself out to be the victim when all I did was express a feeling and find some resolution to how I was feeling, and she cut me off by blocking me. I want all of this and them to be out of my life, but I'm still feeling bad that they probably have com- the complete wrong idea of who I am. Any advice? Oh, okay. So, yeah, she's probably, you know, talking shit, or not even talking shit, but, like, obviously she's gonna be making herself seem a lot more just in this situation than you, which really fucking sucks. Um, I think, like, what I would do in this situation, because, like, I would be done with this binge too. Like, I would not be trying to, the girl that blocked you. Like, I wouldn't, you know, at that point, like, because, like, you just told her about a feeling that you're having, and, like, everybody has the right to, like, express how they're feeling, especially if they're doing it in, like, a You've been constructive way. Kind of some kind of things like that where you just, like, said, like, hey, this is something that is a This is something I'm that's having, bothering me. And then it's been, like, shit. Yeah, because, like, I had, I had this one friend when I was still in college and I, like, expressed, like, there, a totally different situation. Like, we weren't, like, romantically involved at all. But, you know, like, I, something went down that I was not happy with. So I expressed, like, calmly that I, it was kind of fucked up. And then this person, like, thought that I was attacking them. And they always get really defensive, I feel like, when you try to, def- like, just explain how you're feeling. And that really sucks. And I wasn't blocked or anything like that. But it definitely, like, was not the conversation, like, the way that I wanted to have it. And it just didn't end up, like, I feel like there was never any resolution because I just wasn't able to, like, fully express myself without her overreacting. So, I'd say it's probably a lost cause with this girl. However, the friends, I mean, if you want closure, um, if, like, these are people that you, if you want them in your life still, then I would recommend, like, just, I don't know, messaging them somehow and be like, hey, like, I just want to let you know, like, there's no bad blood between us or whatever, you know, um, there was a lot of what that went down between me and this girl and you know i really wish that maybe things had gone differently and i really hope that you know you understand where i was coming from maybe even explain how you were feeling to the friends maybe um like and that's if you want closure but if you don't see yourself like being able to stay friends with those people if like they're really good friends with this girl then i mean i feel like this might be one of those things where you just gotta like wait until you're not feeling weird about it anymore and then just moving on from them because like i don't know i probably personally i wouldn't be friends with people that like were friends with someone that did me a lot of hurt and yeah, just because it's just an uncomfortable of, situation feels a little weird in. like why you like especially if they like know the situation it's like don't you see how they hurt me and you're still gonna hang out with them and like i'm not like it's one thing if like you have a huge group of friends and you're all very close and then one person has a falling out with you, but then you're all still kind of, like, civil towards each other and, like, all still hanging out. But, like, this seems like you met the friends through this person. So, I don't know. But, I mean, if anything, politely reach out to one of the friends or any of them and just kind of, like, explain (laughs) what you were feeling at the time in a way that doesn't sound like you're attacking that other person. Yeah. Because you don't want to sound like you're trying to, like, trash their friend, you know? But, like, you definitely want to show them that you're not a piece of shit, you know? Because, like, that's always shitty. And I hate that, too. Like, I hate thinking about people that, like, have a bad idea of you 
because you had an argument with someone and like yeah. they're gonna like obviously elaborate what went down so that it sounds like they're a victim because that's what people do and it's just normal life you didn't do anything wrong though i mean like you from what i'm reading yeah you you like went out there you communicated you just said what you felt you just like, said you that want, you weren't wanted, feeling good in the relationship you wanted answers you just wanted to know where you were at so i mean like don't let that discourage you from doing that kind of thing in a future yeah. kind of relationship because there will chill. be adults that will fucking not be twats about it like <clears throat> like i don't know like as you get older, like, when you express a feeling, like, I have a friend that, like, sometimes will hurt my feelings, and if I point it out to that friend, I'm like, hey, like, that was kind of shitty, they're usually like, oh, oh, wow, I didn't even, like, mean it that way, or, like, they'll have, like, a reason, like, oh, well, you know, I'm so sorry, like, I've just been feeling really shitty about this thing, and I took it out on you, like, usually people are mature enough to be able to, like, have the conversation, but to block somebody without even, like, being able to say anything is just, like, really immature in my opinion like you should be able to have at least a conversation about things like even if it still doesn't end up working out like you should be able to talk so yeah that sucks though so i mean give us an update but you know hopefully you're better off without at least that girl in your life um but yeah yeah good luck with everything though and again just like follow up with us i love the follow-up we like to uh get follow-ups on things if you, if you want to find another one, they're, like, the ones that are flagged. Okay. So, uh... Uh, okay. You just pick something random. All right. This one. Hello, you beautiful binges. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Starting off with flattery. I like this. <laughs> I just want to quickly say how much you guys both help me. I laugh out loud during your podcast all the time, and it always cheers me up so much. So thank you guys for all that you do. Well, thank you for listening. That makes me very happy. Um... Anyway, this has a few moving parts, so I'm sorry if it's long and a pain to read. No moving worry. and working. Moving and working. <laughs> um, so I've been out as pansexual to my close friends and my mom for a while now. My mom and I have always had a very open dialogue about sexuality for pretty much my whole life, but my dad is a different story. I'm not necessarily estranged from my dad, but we hardly see each other and very rarely talk. There were some really shitty things that happened with him in my childhood that he's definitely buried and refuses to acknowledge drunken rages, explosive anger, etc. Because of this lack of relationship, I'm very uncomfortable talking to him about my sexuality. No shit, I would feel the same way. Um, I know for sure that if I came out to his side of my extended family, that I would be completely unwelcome to any family gathering or holidays. That's shitty. That being said, I've been dating a girl for about a month now, and I really care about her. She's so great, and I want to see how our relationship progresses, but I'm conflicted. I don't want to tell my dad or extended family about our relationship as to protect her and me, I guess, from any discomfort or pain that we don't really deserve. But I also don't want to feel like I have to hide this part of myself either. I've talked to her about it and how how if I come out to my family, they'll probably cut off contact. And she basically said, well, then... That's their loss, honestly, and it doesn't change anything about us, which is definitely true. Any thoughts? Thank you guys so much. Y'all are the best, and keep smiling. All right. Shit. So, yeah, you're totally right. You don't deserve to even be feeling this way at all. Like, you're literally just like, I have a fucking girlfriend that I really like, and I'm gonna, like, you know, like, that's just, like, that's fucking great. I am so glad that you have a girlfriend that you really like and that your mom is really cool with it. I also love that you and your mom have, like, been talking about sexuality since forever because that is so foreign to me so that is so cool like i mean even your parents like you've never talked to them like have you ever questioned 
Have you ever, like, talked to your dad about being gay? No. Like, that's... And he's gay. And, like, it's still not even something that is discussed. No. Older people are fucking weird. It's just, like... That was just, like, the way it was. And I'm sure he had to keep anything. it hidden for a while, so... <clears throat> I mean, we could talk about that some other time, but... Um... Do you have any thoughts about this? Because, I mean, obviously I could go in. Because this is something that I've slightly experienced. Um... I would say... It's... I, I mean, like... I'm not sure you said they're kind of, like, estranged. So, like, I'm not sure how much you're seeing these people, like... In your... The extended time. family. Yeah, like, if it's just, like, a random holiday every year, or if it's a lot more than that, I don't know. Either way, though, I still think it would be the best just to, like... It's more painful up front, but it's, like, more gratifying in the long run. Personally, I, I don't... I haven't fucking dealt with this, so I don't know, but, like... Yeah. I mean, uh, I would agree with you. I, w- I would say that, like, to just come out and just because like it's you there's nothing to be ashamed of you just want to be out you haven't f- done anything at yeah. all <laughs> so like you're just trying to just say who you are and like you want to also date your girlfriend and not have openly. to like yeah and everyone should your have the mom right. is chill and your friends are chill and and i'm really glad great, that you have your mom and your friends and yeah, your girlfriend. that definitely is like a good like that's awesome something to fall back on if things don't go well and, like, again, like, you could be surprised, like, could happen that, like, they might be, like, cool with it. Yeah, like, even if you don't talk to your dad all the time, I don't really know, obviously, your relationship in, in the past, like, when you were speaking more often. I mean, there is always a chance that he's either, A, not gonna care, which is would be great, or, B, is just gonna be, like, one of those parents where... You tell them that you have, like, a sexuality that's not straight, and they just are, like, they ignore it, which is shitty because they don't, like, I don't know, validate you or, like, celebrate you or whatever, but at least they're not, like, arguing with you about it. Or, see, it could be not the best situation. Um, My extended family, I don't know if they know about. We don't really talk to my extended family, and, I mean, I obviously make videos on the internet and shit, Um, and so I have no idea if any of them know, um, if I'm bi or whatever. So, I don't know. I feel like if they're people that you don't see often and you just want to be able to, like, be with your girlfriend publicly and not have to worry that you haven't told, like, A, B, and C, then I would say, like, I don't know, maybe if it's not weird to, like, write your dad a letter and be, like, talking about how you're doing well and how you're really excited because you met someone and then reveal who that person is, but, like, in a casual way, but just keep emphasizing how happy you are and how this is great and how comfortable you are. And I feel like, hopefully, he reads that, or if you want to do it, like, over the phone, I don't really know. Um, I just feel like writing down your feelings, sometimes it's easier because then they can't interrupt you. That's just kind of the way that I always try to roll it out. Yeah. But, like, maybe if you keep emphasizing, like, how good all of this is, then he won't take it badly. It's kind of like you're giving him the feelings that he needs to have about it, you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess, like, because I, I, I understand, like, you definitely want to be able to, like, you know, I don't know, post pictures of you and your girlfriend on Facebook or something public that he might be able to see. So, I think, like, the best option is to at least let him know. And if things go badly and your family, like, the extended family stops talking to you, that's horrible. And 
like I said, painful. Painful as hell. But, I mean, you never know. They might be the type of people, like, I don't know your extended family. And maybe a lot of them, like, maybe some of them will react badly. Some of them might be, like, totally fine with it. Some of them might just ignore it. I feel like it'll probably be, like, a different experience with different people. But ultimately, it's going to be probably better for you so that you can at least just, like, enjoy the relationship that you're in. And you have your mom and you have your friends. And you know, you have a support system in that way. So hopefully that's cool. And I don't know. I just, it's, no it's a easy weird situation. Yeah, it's, every time we that. get questions about this, like, should I come out or how should I do it? And I'm always just like, it's, it's obviously like, I don't want people to feel like I'm pressuring them to come out if they're not ready. Like if you're not ready to do this, then you don't have to do anything. But if it's something that you're already out to a lot of people and you just want to be able to celebrate having your girlfriend and not have to worry about, like, editing your online life or, like, your, I don't know, just being careful about it and you don't, and you feel like you're safe, like, you don't feel like you're in danger by coming out, which is also why I feel like a letter is something that's good to do because, you know, your safety is very important. So if that's something that is scary to you, like... You know, I I don't know if I would have come out to my parents in person. No, I don't know. No, no, no. no. I would not have like. <laughs> I know, I know. And like when I went to Pennsylvania to see friends, like they were like, you know, maybe we could like go and see them. And I was like, well, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Like I kind of like part of me wanted to be able to talk to them, but I was going to show up with like three lesbians and then me. And then I had just come out as bi and they weren't happy about it. So I feel like, I don't know, it wouldn't have been a safe situation for us to be in at the end of the day. So, yeah, I just, I hope that you're able to come out to your dad and it's like either like a, just like, okay, like whatever, or just one of those things where they just ignore it and pretend it's not something that's happening. Because even though that's shitty, because you kind of want like to be accepted, not really just like tolerated if that yeah. makes sense but what the heck, your, your phone oh, my phone <laughs> um but at the same time it's probably a lot easier than like dis like you know like a problem but um yeah i like i said a letter is probably like the best way to do it and i would say just keep emphasizing how happy this all is how good this feels how right this situation is and how happy you are because your dad should want you to be happy. And not everybody's parents care about their kids' happiness. I know my parents were not, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, like, hopefully he would be happy for you or at least, like, can actively, like, realize, like, okay, well, at least my daughter is happy and this is a good thing for her and even if I don't agree with it or if it doesn't make me comfortable or whatever or it's not, like, the easy, normal life that I saw for myself, then I can just get over it because literally you've done nothing besides fall in love. (laughs) Like, I just, sometimes I just want to break down, like, sexuality shit and I'm just, like, you're literally mad because I could fuck someone. Like, you're literally mad because I have the capacity to love someone. Like, that's You're so stupid. Mad because of something that has nothing to do with you as a person. I, and, like, like that's the thing, too. Like, does me having the capacity to fall in love with a woman affect my parents' lives? 
No. We don't even live together. We live on opposite sides of the country. Like, it shouldn't even affect anything. So it always, like, whenever something like this is happening, I just, like, still, sometimes I just sit back and I, like, forget what I'm fighting for for a second. And I'm just like, holy shit, did we just remember, like, how stupid this is? It would literally be like if you told someone that you preferred lemons over oranges and they're like affected by it somehow yeah. deeply it's like I, you've literally done nothing wrong besides express your be like personal someone, choice not like, even choice i mean your personal preference it'd be like somebody literally taking the like oh i like cats but i don't like i like cats instead of dogs and literally like taking that as like a personal offense like i can't talk to you because you like cats instead of dogs and it especially <laughs> like this is like a side thing but like my parents are not religious so it's like they don't even have the excuse of like oh well the bible said adam and eve you know like uh you know not adam or eve so <laughs> <laughs> but like they don't even have that. They're literally the shitty people. Like, they don't even have a fucking excuse for being homophobic. They just are. And, like, yes, I get it. My dad is old as fuck, so he was born in a time where, you know, being a homosexual... Like, I get it. I fucking understand it. Everybody has grown in different times, and I'm lucky to be... Like, you can also... Like, being old is not an excuse for not learning. All right, like, think about all of the... You can't teach an old dog new tricks. But think about all the people that were fighting for gay rights since, like, ever. Yeah, it's not like this is a new thing. What about the people, like... Yeah, exactly, like... All right, this is totally random, but on the Vampire Diaries... (laughs) (laughs) This is not... In the Vampire Diaries right now, there's a lesbian couple, or at least there's just two women together, and they're, like, vampire witch things, and they've been around since, like, the 1800s or something, and, like, they're really excited because now they can be out together because right now they're, like, in 2015, and they're, like... You know, we used to have to be able to hide in, like, the... And so, like, this, there's always been LGBT people that have existed since forever. They've either been, like, witches or, like, something, like, yeah, like way, way back in the day. Like, like, there's always, like, we were being institutionalized and all sorts of stuff. And just, it's, like, it's always existed and... I get it, everybody lived in a different time when things weren't accepted and stuff, but then that then there are people that are, like, the same age as my parents that would not have reacted the same way. And it makes yeah. me so angry because they don't even have an excuse other than a shitty, personal, like... Like, when I'm 60, 70 years old, like, I'm just not gonna, like, stop learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always, like, I love to learn, and I love to just understand new concepts and stuff like that and i mean i am constantly who knows, like where like the acceptance of like gender and sexuality is by that time i hope that it's really good by that time but, yeah like, i mean know, like, like i'm not even like i think about like i think there was a time where i was like 16 17 and i would say openly that i wasn't a feminist because i was a fucking idiot and i like literally just ignorant as hell because I thought that you know there was all these negative connotations of being a feminist and I thought that like I was one of those people that was like I don't want women over men like I want everyone to be equal not realizing that that's literally what feminism means because I'm 17 and I don't know anything about life now there are 17 year olds that know way more about fucking intersectional feminism than I ever knew at fucking 16 or 17. And which so, gives me hope. It, which makes me so happy. And, and, like, some of the messages that we get about people that are, you know, 
They're like, I'm 17 and I know that I'm pansexual and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I, I had no idea what was going on, like, back then. So... Thank you. It I gives, feel like the internet is a really like a well, harbinger yeah. of like this whole change, and I would and so you know people that. make fun of it too. They're like everybody gets so offended over everything on the internet and blah 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 blah. And it's like I am so glad that we live in a world where we are constantly critical of not even critical, but like what's the word I'm looking for? Not critical i mean just like critical doesn't have to mean a negative thing like thoughtfully critical about things that we consume and things that we think about like just not just being okay with everything that happens like just because it's like normal to make fun you know of like certain we kind like, of like as a species get smarter as time goes on and we learn more things and therefore things that we believed in the past need to change it's not like you know it's we're like still some, like i think about medicine it's not like we're still like bleeding people to get rid of diseases. I just unless think, that works. I, I think know. back to when like Galileo said that the Earth was round, and everybody was like, "What are you talking about? It's flat!" And like we learned, and now like we have pictures of the Earth being round and shit. Like I saw. Let's think about that kind of stuff, and it's like, God damn. I don't remember where it was, but it was like people. It was like neurotypicals get creeped out by like insane asylum fucking like stupid horror halloween like walk through things because it's spoopy but like me like mentally ill person or whatever thinks about it like if i were living in that time i would be treated like shit and be like yeah. pretty much imprisoned for just being like depressed or just being having like panic disorder or something yeah. like that so it's like it's crazy and it makes me so mad <laughs> but i mean fuck i don't know we just went out on the whole thing. <laughs> I know, but sometimes we gotta get real, you know? Sometimes we yeah. just gotta... I just, like, at the end of the day, like, I think about it and I'm like, okay, I have done nothing wrong. And, you know... I mean, hell, I didn't know, like, like any of this stuff when I was in high school or anything. Well, we're not I, I was taught about anything. Yeah, and, like, I mean, I, like, I wasn't questioning myself or anything, but, like, I learned, like, a bajillion things, like, just through you and, like, throughout the whole... Spectrum. The next step, like, I, I feel like, stuff. would be it would be really like sexual education is already horrible, like in yeah. public schooling, especially in America. Oh my god, it's horrible. So I would love for like sex ed to be. Did you know? I think I forget whose video. I think it might have been like a Lacey Green video or something where they were talking about how scientific fact in sex ed education is not mandatory in a lot of states. Like, wow. literally the site, like, they, like, isn't that blow your fucking mind? Now, that is just heterosexual sex. We yeah. don't even get taught about fucking gay sex at all because it's so taboo, I say with air quotes. And it's like, we could be saving people's lives. We could, like, just because you're gay doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to learn safe sex practices in school, just like everybody else, if, like, your school teaches you about safe sex practices. So, like, I just... Still one, abstinence in a lot of places. I know. Like, and so, like, one, I would love sex education to be better, but it should not just be for heterosexual people learning about safe sex. Like, I... It makes me so angry. Like... Well, as we know by just, like, 
the way America works. It's just like scientists don't really matter and things that they prove to be actual fact is not important at all. I know. Literally fucking hashtag save bacon or whatever because scientists proved that it could increase your chances and of it's getting like, cancer. We get it. Like the bacon thing you have to eat like uh, it's the, I saw like um it was like there was like statistics comparing to like cancer that you could get from eating processed meats to cancer that you could get from just smoking cigarettes and obviously like 75% of people that smoke cigarettes I think that was like the statistic I'm probably wrong but like it was like a very high number it was over 50% of people that smoke cigarettes will get this type of cancer or whatever and it was like something like 80 it was like not 80 but it was like a very low percentage of people eating processed meats so yes it's not as dangerous as some ways of getting cancer but like it has been proved to be linked if you like go crazy and you're like one of those Ron Swanson ass benches where you just eat bacon wrapped on bacon in every meal and just all that shit like whatever but like like, people were so mad and like offended that like a fat a food literally made of fat could cause you harm like and they were like oh my god this isn't true. Stop attacking bacon. Stop attacking our bacon favorite Bacon rights. Like, I'm so glad that the Meninists out there are, like, fighting for bacon rights when, like, I... God damn, that is for a whole nother... When I gotta be... <laughs> when I had to feel, like, embarrassed for being paranoid to be about being followed last night, even though he was literally running, chasing... There was chasing. There was chasing that happened. And I had to feel a little... I felt slightly like... Had I... Did I overreact? Because no, that's, no, no, you know, no, no, like, no. I, and I didn't overreact. I was, oh, so, fuck. Bacon rights, though. I mean, bacon fuck. rights. Let's, let's just screw everything else. I'm going to make else. a new Twitter. It's going to be called Bacon Rights. And I, can you just parody <laughs> the people that, like, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you can enjoy bacon. Like, I love uh, bacon. Like. Birds right activists. <laughs> yeah. But, like, making fun of, yeah, I think that would be kind of funny. Like, a satiric. I love the subtle political commentary that is birds right activists. I've talked about that before. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. All right, why don't you pull up the benches? I'm just going to throw something away. Just ignore me. Uh, I've actually got the benches up here already, so... Hopefully by our next podcast, we have, like, even better news, man. I mean, fuck. Anything could happen before Wednesday. Yeah, so... Keep an eye out on my Twitter, Chris Considers, because... I I know you'll flip the fuck out if anything happens. We'll have lots of excited tweets. Yes. (laughs) I feel like... Tomorrow's my first day at the temp job, and like, are I'm, you gonna feel so good going in there? Tomorrow? Well, yeah, I'm gonna feel really good going in there, but I bet you ten bucks, like, I'm gonna get a call, like, while I'm working there, so like, I can't answer it right away. Oh, probably, yeah. who knows? Because I mean, I'm just, I'm not really from what I'm doing. It's not like anything really hard, so I might be able to take a phone call. I don't know. We'll have to see. But um, what do you want to do as the theme? Uh, I was kind of thinking doing Flavortown, because, like, we really haven't been on that. And the last time we said we were going to do Flavortown, we just talked about pork butts. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, like, actually going to Flavortown, maybe, I don't know. Do you have a better idea? I don't really have a better idea. Last time was spoopy, because we did the Halloween. Yeah. Do you want to just Sorry, Zach is talking. We got new benchos, too, so, I mean, like... Do, new Binchos! Do Flavortown? Yeah, let's flavor it up. We yeah, yeah. Actually Flavortown Like here. the vessel of Flavortown. Like yes, that kind of shit. we got this. Yeah, I don't know. what We were probably a little fucked up last time we tried to do that. Alright. 
And again, thank you guys so much for signing up for Patreon. And you can find more info on patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel. And of course, on the website too. It's one of the perks if you guys haven't checked that out yet is that you get your name on the website. I work harder on it. Please check it out. Yeah, I know. Um, so, okay, let's see here. You need to fucking... I know, I'm sorry. You need to fucking come here. <laughs> I know, I'm texting. I'm sorry. I'm being a piece of shit. Okay. Ready? All right, let's flavor it up. All right. First one, new bencho. Nicole Dowling. All right, you are the wooden dowels in the three-tiered clay... <laughs> I almost said clit, but I meant cake. <laughs> You're the wooden dowels in the three-tiered cake in the bakery of Flavortown. Perfect. Thank you. Welcome to Flavortown. All right. Okay, I'm really sorry if we mispronounce your name. Please yell at us if we do. I want to say the J is silent, so Brynja? Brynja, or... that's what I'm going to go with. Too. Yeah, but let me know. Um, you are the... Brisk, cool air in the autumnal season in Flavortown. Perfect. Autumn in Flavortown. That'd be a great time. I bet. Uh, Caitlin Shalda. You're the shawl on the shoulders of Guy Fieri. As in, he walks as in he the walks. brisk autumnal Flavortown. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, Selena Rodriguez. You are the... Selena Gomez playing on the radio in the grocery g- store of Guys Grocery Games in, in Flavortown. That's where Guys Grocery Games, you know, that's where it is. Okay, Carissa, you are cruising into Flavortown. Yes. I mean, we gotta bring it back. Like you are cruising. Go back to basics. <laughs> All right, uh, Sloan Fuller. Ooh, you are the full. Jar of barbecue sauce slathered on the nipples of Guy Fieri. Oh, shit. <laughs> In flavor now. Nice. <laughs> Stephanie, you are... Um, I think... Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie. You're the stuffing in the roast turkey in the Thanksgiving table... In Flavortown. Perfect. They have a communal Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Brittany Owen. You are... The Brita filter. (laughs) On the faucet of Guy Fieri's mansion in Flavortown. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Allison Shannon. You are the... Chandelier. Perfect. In the foyer of Guy Fieri's mansion in Flavortown. Perfect. Foyer. 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 Angelica Feliz. You are the angel topper oh. on the Christmas tree in Town Square in Flavortown. Perfect. Perfect. I feel like they would have a big Christmas setup. <laughs> Maria Spanos. Spanos? Spanos. You are the wingspan on the... Majestic Flavor Bird. Yeah, (laughs) which is the official bird of Flavortown. (laughs) (laughs) You're the official bird of Flavortown, that's it. (laughs) Uh, Katie Gallardo. You're Guy Fieri's gallbladder. Oh my god. In (laughs) Flavortown. Let's hope he doesn't remove you. Oh my god. What, did you miss one? No, I just wanted to make sure we're in our place. Uh, Sarah Seaman. You are the seaman on the vessel... 
in the harbor in harbor flavortown perfect perfect add tory sailor in the mix honestly oh my god yeah <laughs> when we get down there you'll be there uh dana daly you're the daily ringing of the bell in the town square flavortown now uh, the bell only does like is a bell pepper <laughs> oh my god it's perfect i was gonna say you are the daily flavor the circular that goes around flavor town oh my the, god the newspaper the daily extra flavor. extra I, what I, I don't know what to say <laughs> extra that. extra full throttle that's all she, <laughs> and it's like only written by women and they sign every article with that's all she wrote <laughs> lenny wells you're the well in the town square of Flavortown, that when you... People throw, um, like, barbecue wings into it yeah. for making a wish. Yeah, and, like, the the water in it is actually just barbecue sauce. It's just... <laughs> it's a lot. It smells great. Kylie Williamson. You're the kayak covered in flames that Guy Fieri is taking out in the lake of Flavortown. Perfect. Betsy Moscaso. You're the bet... That goes on every year for the annual Flavortown horse race, and every oh, horse shit. is a different, like, <laughs> I don't know, wing sauce flavor. <laughs> uh, Megan Wilson. You're the will that Guy Fieri has written, and he says that everyone in Flavortown gets three cans of his, like, special sauce. <laughs> Take that for what it is. Kelly Kay. You are the Celtic festival that is held in Flavortown every year where they have that horse race and it is an event. There is lots of amazing mutton with barbecue sauce smothered all over it. <laughs> Smother me. Brittany Livingston. You are Guy Fieri's living and dining combination in his mansion. In Flavortown, clearly. Claire Wood. You are the majestic Flamewood Forest in <laughs> Flavortown. Every tree is actually, like, painted with flames. Beautiful. And they're really tall. Kelly Adams. You are the addition of hot sauce to the water that flows through the pipes of Flavortown. Wonderful. Taking a bath is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that sting. <laughs> Temple Murray. I mean, I feel like there has to be like some sort of religious temple in Flavortown, and I don't it's know worshiping the religion of Flavortown. Yeah, and that's where you are. That's what you are. <laughs> yes, Hannah Peterson. Uh, you are the handmade, uh, handmade sign. That's welcoming you into Flavortown. That's been a staple since Flavortown was created. In 1902. <laughs> Jenna Gordonier, you are the upper dick. You are the dining hall in the College of Flavortown. <laughs> you, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Oh, God. Melissa Andrade. You're the delicious feast. For Thanksgiving in Flavortown. <laughs> Can you tell I'm like thinking about Thanksgiving? Sasha. Sasha. Wow. It's I'm just, just like, I was just reading like so many names at once there. Just Sasha. Just Madonna. Um, <laughs> Sasha, you are the 
sauce that is um, coating the wings at the buffet in Flavortown. Wonderful. We're also thinking about wings today. <laughs> I feel like that's like Guy Fieri's favorite food. <sighs> Michaela Jernigan. You're the germs that don't even exist in Flavortown because oh, it's yeah. that clean and beautiful. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever had um, Greg Miller on the show, like it would be easy for us to just do like all wings because he's like obsessed with wings. Oh my like, god, that'd be so fucking. Funny. Well, let's make that happen. Hey, tweet Greg. at him. Hey Greg. <laughs> Everyone tweet at Greg Miller to get on Coffee with Rachel. <laughs> Brandy Coates. You're the coat of arms. Oh, hey. that is on, I don't know, like some sort of like fortress in Flavortown, you know? Guy Fieri's mansion. Yeah. It's like a flame, a wing, sunglasses, and like if you could draw slurping, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it would be. Maybe Mar- his goatee at the bottom okay. or something. Marisa Bell. You could be the bell pepper that's ringing in the town square. Perfect. Yeah. Larry Brinson Jr., you're the junior mints that are being fed to Guy Fieri oh as God. he gets fanned with a palm leaf. A palm leaf? I feel like he would get fanned with a like a pepperoni pizza. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we went the same way. <laughs> wow, we like finish each other's sentences. All right. <laughs> All right, next is Sarah. You're the uh, seer. Serenading. Okay. You could also be serenading Guy Fieri. Um, in the court, <laughs> I feel like Guy Vietti is like the king of this place, and like you have to like go to like his fucking thing, and you have to like serenade him so that he can help you actually like do things or whatever. <laughs> but you could also be that seer. I don't know what you're searing, but it's a nice seer, a nice seer, <laughs> <laughs> Lexi Ortiz. You are the. The Joker that teases Guy Fieri in the castle of Flavortown. Oh my god, his personal jester. Yep, that's you. Uh, Brittany Cella. You are the knee-slapping jokes that Guy Fieri tells and everybody in the town laughs. Exactly. He tells a funny... A rip snorting. (laughs) Bridget Dubin. You are the... Dubious. I don't know. This is you're the bridge in that 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 is uh, over the lake or harbor something. One of those bodies of water <laughs> in Flavortown. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody likes to get you know like engaged on that bridge and they throw wings off them. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, instead of throwing rice, it might be like fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Grayson Clark. You are the... The... I'm, I'm having a lot of trouble right now. You're the sin that is no doubt being had all over Flavortown, but we kind of, like, enjoy it. You know, we almost, like, want more sin. Yeah. This is a sinful town. I mean, we're wrapped in flames. We might as well be right... We're, like, right before hell, I feel like. like it's like... <laughs> this is purgatory. Yeah, it's like... It's flavoratory. <laughs> <laughs> Vlyn Vance. You are the... You are the... The van that is taken 
all the kiddos from Flavortown High to the Celtic Fair that's going on. <laughs> yeah, school trip. School trip. <laughs> Hillary Gay. Oh my god. Hey. hey. <laughs> um, you are the hills um, that you can go to that give you a nice, beautiful view of the expanse of Flavortown. Mm-hmm. Goes from miles and miles. Gabby yeah. Chambers, you are the Chambers in Guy Fieri's sex dungeon. Yeah, oh my <laughs> God. what? Like you didn't think he has a sex yeah, dungeon? No, he does. He has vats of barbecue sauce that he rubs over. Okay, oh I'm gonna God. shut okay, the fuck stop. up. Anna Hernandez, you're the his and her towels that are co- uh, coated in grease in Guy Fieri's bathroom. Perfect. Jennifer Holtz, Holtz, it goes there. <laughs> <laughs> you are the hole. On the 18-hole golf course <laughs> in the country club of Flavortown. Fuck yes! Awesome. <laughs> That's a new one. Courtney White. You are the... Like, it's always, like, the easier names that are actually, like, a word. Like, you know what I mean? That I'm, like, I have trouble with, you know? Yeah, yeah, It just yeah. fucks me up. You are the white frosted tips... On most of the residents in Flavortown because exactly. they're trying to be like the king. It's kind of like the capital. Like yeah. I kind of figure it's like a Hunger Games situation. Like everybody wants to be wearing flames and sunglasses on the wrong part of their heads because that's what <laughs> President Snow, aka Guy Fieri, is doing. Brie Lynn Mistole. You are the Cafe Misto in the Cafe Flavortown. We gotta bring it back to classics. Back to classics. Tori Taylor, also in the harbor of Flavortown, like we fucking said. You, we're like pairing you off at this point. Like you guys are all like in the weird Rachel Cooks, Guy Fieri cinematic universe, and I fucking love it. <laughs> Sophie Smith, you're the blacksmith in, in the forge of Flavortown. Perfect for that Celtic fair. <laughs> that fucking... <laughs> I love that you have a Celtic fair, like, weird thing. It's going... not even like anything appropriate for like those times, but whatever. I just like you. I guess I like you, too. Elizabeth Doles. You are doling out barbecue wings at the Celtic Fair. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly Smith. You You are are the locksmith. Oh. No. I was going to different Smith. Let's not. Okay, fine. You are shucking the clamshells in the Bay of Flavortown. There's a bay, there's a lake, there's a harbor. Harbors. There's, the whole town is underwater. There's a river. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Rachel Leesk. The least you could do is... Knock on Guy Fieri's mansion door before you just walk right in. I know. Get some manners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie Knight. You're the knight protecting... The castle of Flavortown. Wonderful. And... Lastly, Rachel Evans. You are the even coating of barbecue sauce that is moisturizing Guy Fieri's supple flesh. Oh. In Flavortown. Oh. <laughs> wow, that was beautiful. We hope you loved that trip to Flavortown, and we hope you enjoyed having a cup of coffee with us. Yeah, this, I think this might be like our longest episode ever. Really? I mean, yeah. we had a lot to talk about today, and I went in on a rant about LGBT stuff, because that's my life. <laughs> but hey. But, I'm sure know, nobody is complaining. I know. I, for me, when I'm listening to podcasts, I just want them to keep going. Yeah. But anyway, we love you guys. Yes. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a great Halloween if you celebrate it. If not, hope you had a great weekend. 
And yeah. Guess we'll, we'll see you on Wednesday. We'll see you on Wednesday. All right, let's clink it. Bye. Bye.